Welcome to the Multifamily Five, where industry experts provide raw information about how they are achieving success in the current market conditions. And now, your host, Dallas-based real estate broker, Mark Allen. And welcome to the Multifamily Five. Today, I have Josh Elstein from Greenworks Lending. Josh, how's it going? It's going great. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for joining. My pleasure. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to talk about a uh, unique lending strategy for CapEx. Um, so I had a previous discussion with Josh, excited to get into this and, and uh, understand it a little bit better. Um, so let's just jump right in. Josh, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and then also Greenworks Lending and uh, we'll go from there. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. I work with Greenworks Lending. We are based out of Connecticut. Uh, we have offices around the country as well. Uh, we're over 40 people strong at this point. Uh, we continue to grow our lending program throughout the country. And as we do, uh, you know, the company organically is growing as well. Uh, so, you know, I've been with them for a little while now, uh, essentially doing a lot of outreach, letting people understand and know that this access to funding is available. Uh, it's not your traditional funding, but it adds just as much value, uh, especially where and when you need it. <laughs> We're there to save the day. Okay. What about a little, a little more on your background um, and experience in particular? Yeah. So I was originally in the restaurant industry and went to the CIA and then I got into the real estate world. I spent about nine years with a developer going from the, you know, intern uh, stage to essentially, you know, on the top, helping grow the company, uh, overseeing hotel operations, as well as building hotels, uh, all other assets as well. We dealt with office, multifamily, mixed use, um, essentially around the country. So I had to learn how to manage people remotely on large scales, uh, not only just regular construction and such, but utilizing tax credits, uh, state, federal, new market, um, as well as just, you know, the process from A to Z. And, you know, after that, I really enjoyed through a PACE loan ourselves that we received for a hotel we're building in Baltimore. Uh, a lot I learned and I actually enjoyed it. And I started working with Green, uh, Greenworks uh, not too long after. And, um, you know, it's been really, really enjoyable. Not only are we doing good for the world, uh, we're helping a lot of people in need uh, based off what we'll talk about in a little bit, the structure of our lending. Okay. Yeah, actually taking a look at the website before this, um, I think I picked up some other things maybe we didn't discuss. So let's talk about CPACE. What exactly is CPACE? CPACE is a program that is in legislation. Uh, each state it has its own unique specifics on it, you know, terms and, and whatnot uh, regarding either, you know, the years are allowed. There's a look back period that we're able to do um, different costs, different CPACE program costs over year to year. So it's essentially a creature of state is what we say um, to define the small aspects of it, but overall it's a program that we are able to do alone and it becomes an energy assessment through the tax bill to pay for that loan. Um, and through that process, because it's an assessment uh, that's non-accelerating, 
your first position lender as and your construction loan will feel really comfortable with us being a part of the program. Um, and what we're able to do is uh, lower the average cost of, you know, capital essentially, because okay. we're much more cost effective and we, you know, balance it down to help out. Okay. So CPACE is, is financing for energy efficiency or, you know, some kind of renewable uh, type energy or water conservation project at the property? Uh, yeah. It, it's, from a high level? It, yeah, from a high level, yes. Uh, I mean, I really love that it's, it's granular. It could be the building envelope. It can be exterior windows and doors, which can create efficiency within the building, uh, roof, elevators. Uh, HVAC systems within a property, um, boiler systems. Uh, we actually have quite a bit of buckets to fill and we're looking for ways to, you know, assess each uh, property and where we can fund to. Okay. Um, you know, there's different thresholds where we have limitations or, or whatnot, but those come later down the line um, when we're starting to do underwriting for each deal. We call it technical review. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, yeah, it's quite a bit of items. Okay. Um, and, and that's one piece of the business, right? And the other, and I don't, I may be completely wrong. And the other piece is, um, is the, is the CapEx funding, the capital expenditures funding, or is that, are they one and the same? They're one and the same. Um, so we have a couple different programs, which is one would be, it's all CapEx, uh, essentially, but one would be for new development, mm -hmm. one would be for retrofit. And we also have a, uh, I mean, a, is a look back period type of funding. Mm -hmm. So essentially, especially for hospitality works really well, who's constantly doing CapEx or PIP programs throughout the year. Uh, but if someone did say, get a 60, 70% uh, LTV, and they want to get a higher leverage, or they've spent out of pocket, uh, each state has its own look back period allotment. So some could be one, two, three, uh, even some go up to five years. And what we can do is we can actually within a 30 day time period, if it's already been done and it, it, it qualifies, essentially, we can actually cut a check uh, as a loan within 30 days. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people have had to come out of pocket for an expense that's an emergency expense, a roof, um, a giant boiler system or HVAC for a giant multifamily um, complex, chiller systems, we've been able to cut them checks to reimburse them without going through the traditional uh, refi or whatnot process. Okay. So then likely not, the, the uh, capital is not available for cosmetic type upgrades, such as like, I don't know, throwing a new kitchen backsplash um, or I don't know, maybe appliances might fit. If, if they're newer uh, appliances and you're replacing old appliances. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not going to be your FF&E. We're not going to be your tiling. We're not going to be a lot of things. Uh, we're not meant to take place actually of the, um, you know, construction loan or whatnot. Uh, we're in, what I consider is we're the sugar for the coffee. You know, we make it a little bit sweeter. So essentially if you had your construction loan or whatnot and, you know, the balance of it, you'd have to fill with a more expensive source of capital uh, in your capital stack. What we would do is we would come leverage that out. Um, for instance, if you were at 70% LTV 
all in, you would have to raise 30% to some capacity through, you know, investors or mes money or a bridge, uh, which are above 10% for the most part. And some of you live with you for a lot longer, like investors. Um, what we are able to do is add that additional leverage to help lower that stack. So if we're maybe able to come in a 10% and get you up to, you know, 80 or even more, it will get you 85. Um, that would essentially balance out your cost of equity to help out the project perform better. Okay. All right. And what do terms look like today on this product? Um, I can go through the, the general term concept for uh, what our program is. Obviously, each state has slightly different, mm. um, but it is average $200,000 to $500 million loans is what we're able to do. Um, we pay for 100% of the hard costs that are allocated. We also do a proportion of the soft costs as well. So if we're 20% of the project, we'll actually be able to allocate money towards the architect, the engineer, and other soft costs, including developer fee. Um, we do only do commercial type assets. So we do not work on single family or four units or less. It's a five unit residential uh, commercial as far as retail, um, industrial, office, medical um, type of assets itself. Uh, these are actually really great loans because the terms itself, it's a 20 to 30 year loan. Most of these loans um, are 30, I would say 25 to 30 and the amortization schedule uh, reflects that as well. It matches. So it's slower money, which means there's a higher NOI for the sponsor, the developer, um, because we're able to pull it really long out. Mm -hmm. um, and if it's a construction project, we're also like a normal construction loan, able to push out payments, you know, anywhere from 12 to 24 months. Um, I've seen sometimes even longer to help the project really just be successful. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great program, you know, and um, we can quickly figure out if it's very workable within a project, usually within a day or so, we can get back a term sheet just by using a construction budget. Okay. And I don't know if like specifically, you know, at least myself specializes in workforce, call it uh, your 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s construction properties. Um, uh, multifamily properties uh, specifically. Do you have any case studies that you could share maybe where this has come into play? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there's all the time we, we come in to see. I mean, today I was speaking to in, um, you know, in Texas, a developer who's doing, you know, a multifamily, it's like 450 units. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they need to raise additional money to make the project work. Uh, the bank is limiting them because of what's going on right now with COVID-19, mm -hmm. uh, which puts them in a position where they have a gap. Uh, we're able to come in, uh, we are able to give them great terms, and we're also able to work with the lender, the, the first position and construction lender um, to just jump in. And we are planning on closing within 60 days from our initial contact. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it works very well. We don't look to, you know, increase costs because we're a part of it. We utilize the appraisal from the original uh, lender, 
Um, we piggyback with the construction regarding sign-offs and such. So we try to make it easy for everyone. And, you know, some of these, if it wasn't for pace lending, they wouldn't really work sometimes. Um, you know, there's timelines on every deal. And if they, uh, you know, start to get close, it gets hairy, people feel uncomfortable. Um, another big factor is we do not have a, a personal guarantee. It's a non-recourse loan. So a lot of people I've worked with recently have a lot of problems with the bank where they're wanting a guarantee because of the comfort level, the traditional lending style, where we're able to really just, you know, it just seems to be a great spot that we slide into. Yeah, that's great. So could be, you know, I deal with uh, a lot of syndicators, which is the majority buyer group in today's market. They're raising money from other people. And a lot of times they, you know, initially they fund their CapEx, um, their initial equity raise, and, and they may come up, they may come up a little short or maybe after a uh, two-year hold, um, they start to burn through uh, that, that capital on, you know, executing their business plan and something, something happens, maybe a chiller system goes down or whatever the case may be that they didn't, you know, they didn't um, project. Mm -hmm. So I could see this is where, um, where, where, you know, this could potentially help fund some of that versus pull out a cash flow and, and maybe not distribute, um, you know, the necessary cash flow or as much cash flow to their investors. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it comes into play on that instance as well as there's always overages. I mean, we, we try to have our, you know, uh, you know, extra funds and available and, um, you know, whatnot, but there, there are overages. It's a real thing. And in order to get a deal done or completed, sometimes there needs to be some uh, additional funds. And uh, even after the fact, if there's a, you know, sometimes we can't always do everything we want. Sometimes there's phases of the project and maybe the second phase is to uh, do a roof, you know, because it's a very big cost. After it's completed, we've, we've been very often brought on just to bring, you know, a roof. I know in Connecticut, we're doing a deal where it's a personal friend of mine and he's looking to uh, buy an asset. A part of the sale lease pack is a new roof and it's a $2 million, you know, loan. We're going to fund hundred percent of that. And the proportion share, of course, of the soft costs, and it's going to make the deal happen at, you know, extremely reasonable rates. Uh, sub 6% is where we currently are in this market. It, we're trying to keep our numbers as low as possible, of course. Yeah. Um, you know. Okay. Well, so yeah, that's pretty attractive financing then. I, you know, I would imagine most would prefer to use, um, you know, CPACE type funding versus cash to fund, you know, some of these upgrades. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. And even when I guess if you consider, I mean, is it what, what about with a bank loan? Is there any reason why someone would go with CPACE instead of a, maybe a SBA or, you know, some kind of bank loan? Um, there, there's no right way. Right. <laughs> lending is, is, is based off so many things. Uh, you know, traditional lending is less relationship because there's uh, only so much ability, but if you're working on a construction loan, we're, we understand we're not going to, you know, underprice construction loan. Right now, the rates are very, very attractive. Um, but also construction loans are, are meant to be taken for short periods of time and, you know, transitioned out to permanent financing. Our loans are long-term. Mm -hmm. There isn't a lockout period. We can be removed at later down the line. Uh, we do have a small prepayment penalty in the beginning that burns off, um, but ultimately there's no lockout period. Uh, you know, 
it's, it's something that really worked for a lot of people. And we also have the lock of speed. Um, you know, when we work with a team and once we get a initial term sheet out um, and after the underwriting period, because of our ability and speed, people prefer just to work with us. Um, you know, and sometimes people want the non-recourse. Some people want just to um, <laughs> stay away from banks if they possibly can. Yeah. Um, you know, but we understand we're not going to, you know, be your first position. We understand we're not going to be your construction loan, yeah. but um, we know we're going to outprice uh, your mez, your bridge, and your your prep equity. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. What about in in combination? with other utility incentive or like grant programs or something like, I know there's a lot out there, um, you know, for, for energy efficiency stuff. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We, we work and understand those systems and obviously it's a lot of it's state by state, even County by County yeah. um, that, you know, there are incentives. We do as much research as we can um, and help out as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, the cost of money and the, product itself is incentive enough. And then sometimes the cities and towns do um, add a lot of benefits. I know in New York specifically, uh, solar, there's huge incentives. Um, Con Edison in New York as well is, is essentially giving out free lighting if you um, do the wiring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long that'll last, but you know, yeah, there's a lot out there today. Okay. And then the other big thing I think is important um, you know, for, for people to know, um, especially, you know, not, not to waste your time too, but, um, the agency lenders, obviously a big lender right now in in the multifamily space, because it's non-recourse, the terms are strong. Um, you know, although I, I guess it, it depends everyone teach their own, you know, I talked to some clients that would prefer to go with, uh, local banks who are just more flexible, but anyways, that being said, I know the agencies don't, don't like any other uh, um, lenders or lien holders on the property. Um, so I don't know if, if there's any, any way around that or if that's just kind of what it is today and who knows what that might look like in the future. Yeah, as of right now, we don't really work well with Freddie or Fannie, um, which I understand is a big player uh, in that market. We also do not really work well with CMBS. If there's already existing on there, but if it's going to be done in the future, we work well with CMBS lending. Um, but yeah, I mean, right now there's a, a very attractive rates. So that would probably not be the best fit if you needed to add us on. But there are banks. I mean, I know that, you know, I see a lot of, uh, you know, loans every single day. And um, sometimes it's a, you know, government loan. And sometimes it's, you know, a traditional bank that they are, local bank is willing to give them a great rate. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a great time right now uh, to be utilizing cost-effective money. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I can see that definitely for developers, obviously there's not an agency construct, or maybe there is, but not that I'm tracking an agency construction program. Um, so many are working with, with local banks. So I can see definitely uh, a ton of value um, with the development community. But um yeah, outside of that, um, what's the best way for the listeners to reach you, Josh, and uh, learn more about this program um, or learn more about yourself? Sure, yeah. No, uh, well, we have a website that has a ton of information. Uh, we are in currently 25 states. We're uh, growing very quickly. We have a couple more on the docket, hopefully by the end of the year, to be able to be through legislation. Um, they can get in touch with me directly at jlstein 
at greenworkslending.com. So J-E-L-S-T-E-I-N at greenworkslending.com. They can also check out the website, greenworkslending.com. You know, there's a ton of information, case studies uh, about all of our different programs of, you know, retro, new development, as well as the uh, look back recapitalization. Um, You know, it's a great, great program. Josh, thanks so much for the time. Um, I appreciate you coming on and sharing more about the CPACE program and look forward to keeping in touch. Thank you so much.